JD Talking Sports, Sunday, March 19th, 2017. Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, you can subscribe on iTunes. Now, as I gotta let you go. UNC stepped in shit today. That's all I'm gonna say to you. Watch the game with my dad, and he said that they were gonna lose in the first half. And I'll tell you, it looked like it was happening. They were down by five at one point in the second half. They were by 17 in the first half, and they were acting like they freaking won the championship. And from there, it went to shit. And whenever Joel Berry goes out of the game, he'd have gone too because his nail got cracked or ripped off. I don't know. I was like, God damn. I said, put a Band-Aid on it. But they can't put a Band-Aid on it because he's got to shoot. He's got to feel the ball. And my father goes, for such big guys, how come they don't go in and just dominate? They don't. They don't have that guy that goes in. When I was going to school at UNC, they had Julius Peppers. And Julius Peppers was a monster. They needed a guy to come in and bang. UNC doesn't have that guy that goes in and bangs. You need a Tyler Hansborough approach. You need... Even Sean May went in and freaking attacked. You need... That's what you need. You need guys to go in there and get a pound. We need someone with an attitude, a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. And Justin Jackson, man, a lot of... He hit a couple shots, but man, he was not hitting a lot of shots. And they stepped in shit. They won by seven, and they really should have... I'll tell you, that game was going... Going away. Macon had freaking for Arkansas had a four point play, had a th- miss, got a three, three, three point shot, foul, got the free throw, got a three pointer, missed the shot, got th- three free, f- f- say that fast, three free throws. I'm like, God damn, man. And poof, almost, it almost all went to shit. My bracket almost went all to shit. Which is all right, you know. I mean, you're, it's it's supposed to be fun, right? This whole thing with the March Madness is supposed to be fun stuff, right? I mean, yeah, it's supposed to be. But man, I'll tell you. And now they play Butler next round, which I think they should match up well with. Butler is a deceiving team to me, and and I I I'll tell you. I watched Michigan today too. I was impressed with Michigan. Michigan was down at nine points early in the second half, and they beat Louisville. Came in and got the win, man. I mean, God, good for them, man. Louisville was actually up the first 30 minutes of the game, and then they just took over at the end. And Derek Walton Jr. from Michigan, goddamn, man. All these guys. Joel Berry took a three-pointer from no man's land. Justin Jackson, they, they went down two straight times, UNC, and took three-pointers, and I felt like it took the whole momentum away. And turnover after turnover after turnover, man. And Derek Walton Jr. from Michigan, he took one from no man's land. But I'll tell you, he went at the end, and Louisville tried to get a block on him. He he, he took a layup off the backboard, off the top. I mean, I don't know how. I think it even got a little tipped a little bit. And that put him up four, and they ended up closing it out. And then there's that guy, Wagner, from Berlin, from Michigan. He idolized Dirk Nowitzki. 26 points career high, 11 for 14 shooting. Unbelievable. And, you know, it was funny. I wanted to talk about this beforehand that Wichita State's uh, Doral Willis Jr. called Kentucky nothing special ahead of the game today. Well, they lost by three. And Greg Marshall, the, host, the coach of Wichita State, his wife was escorted out of the out of his seat by security after she cursed. She was loudly cursing following the loss. And people like him say, oh, you know, his wife maybe should have kept it under control, whatever. No, bullshit. You know what? This is This is a... This is a pretty intense game. Wichita State came in as a 16-game winning streak. They came in as a 10 seed. They should have been a higher seed. Last time they played Kentucky, they came in 35-0 lost. 
They lost again this time. That should have been a second-round game. I also felt that Michigan and Michigan and Louisville shouldn't have been a second-round game. I felt, though, some of these seeds are shit. And I'll tell you, Rhode Island today almost beat Oregon. Oregon at a three with 40 seconds left after being down eight at the half to Rhode Island, and they pulled out a 75-72 win. But I was like, God, I thought Rhode Island was going to pull it out today. A lot of good games. I watched most, I watched pretty much the whole Michigan-Louisville game. Good game. Good freaking game. UNC, their 28th Sweet 16. 28th Sweet 16. I'll tell you, Roy Williams just kept telling him to, you know, move forward. Kept on telling him to, you know, doing a windmill with his arm. I don't think he was doing jack shit. I really don't. I mean, I wasn't impressed at all. I feel like they, they can't get a consistent game going. They A little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit here, a little bit there. But not consistently for 40 minutes. And how about this? Now, Jim Beheim is supposed to be retiring in the near future because Mike Hopkins in 2015 was named coach in waiting. Well, he's been with Beheim since 96, played with him from 89 to 93. And he just got the Washington job. And then Beheim signed an extension keeping him with the team beyond the 2017-2018 season. So I guess they're going to stay with him a while. But Hopkins is a West Coast guy. And, you know, do you want to be that guy that follows Beheim? Like when Dean Smith retired, they bought in Gutridge, and then they had to go through a couple until they got to Williams and they started winning again. I think the same thing's going to happen with Syracuse. Definitely whoever's going to take over Coach K, it's going to be not that coach, but the coach after that. Unless they bring in somebody really solid off the boat. They're going to try to do, but that's a lot of pressure to be under. It's hard to replace a legend. It really is. We shall see. And South Carolina is still flying the Confederate flag outside the Bon Secours Wellness Arena in Greenville, South Carolina. I'm like, you know, hey, when I was down there, they called me Yankee. When I was in school at Chapel Hill, they called me Yankee. They really did. Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. Louisville today, 5 or 20 from 3, 11 turnovers. Second half, they just fell apart. I'll tell you, if UNC had... Players like Louisville and Michigan going to the hoop with authority. I just think too many of these teams taking these goddamn threes when they shouldn't be thinking they're, you know, they're, they all think they're Steph Curry. They're not Steph Curry. These aren't the Golden State Warriors, but everybody thinks they got, hey, I got the green light, I'm going to shoot it. Not everybody's making it with a lot of consistency. I saw a lot of sloppy play in the UNC game. Louisville-Michigan game was played well for the most part. But UNC, not impressed at all. And going against Butler, Butler's a very disciplined team. I'm nervous. I'm real nervous. Then they got to play the winner of UCLA. UCLA can, well, UCLA still has to beat Cincinnati tonight. That's not a given, but they're going to have to play either Kentucky, UCLA, or Cincinnati. That's not going to be an easy road. I don't want to get ahead of myself, and I'm not. Definitely not after that game. And my Nets. The Nets were down 7-18. They cut it to two in the fourth. Jeremy Lin went out in the first quarter. Played seven minutes, four points. They were down 19-13 at that point. He fell awkwardly after missing a floater. And he's already missed 44 of... 44 of the first 68. They're 7-14 and 14 when he starts this year. 6-41 and 41 when he doesn't play. He's on a three-year, $36 million contract. And there's 13 games left. They're 13-56. and 56. I don't say shut him down, but... If he's hurt, let him stay hurt. Let him let him just sit. That's what I mean. Don't, don't let him stay hurt. Let's. I don't know if I. He's he's. This year has been a shit show for him, man. 
They lost 111-104. Dirk had 23 to lead the Mavs. Brooke Lopez had 27.7 rebounds. Harrison Barnes had 19. They had a couple big baskets. J.J. Barea, 20 points off the bench. He had a couple threes. Yogi Farrell, 8.5 rebounds. Seth Curry had 8. K.J. McDaniels had 8 in the first quarter and nothing the rest of the game. Sean Didwitty off the bench, 18 points, 2 rebounds, 7 assists. AC, Quincy AC had 11. Whitehead, Isaiah Whitehead had, had 10. Levert starting at 5 points, 5 rebounds. Dallas shot over 54, 54%. Nets, 43. Nets out-rebounded them, but 3-pointers, 13-31 for the Nets, 10-25 for Dallas. Dallas improves to 13-39. Nets, 13-56. But they do they play Tuesday. They host the 33-36 Pistons. I watched some of the game. Brooke Lopez likes taking the three-pointer. Just, they just don't have a good team. You know what? It's going to take them a while to get good. I mean, they're not, not going to have a first-round draft pick to 2019. You know, I mean, they're going to suck for a while. And hopefully they'll, you know, give Sean Marks a shot and let him build a team, give Kenny Atkinson a shot to build a team and realize that they'll, they're going to be a little better next year, but not they're not going to go from 14 to – they're not going to double the wins next year. They don't have the – well, we'll see if any of these guys they get in the draft can lead up, but we I'll see. We shall see. Time will tell, right? And James Harden last night had his second straight triple-double. They went 1-1. They won last night over the Nuggets, 109-105. I don't have the stats in front of me, folks. I'm sorry. You know, sometimes you get a little statted out. But I thought this was interesting. You know, they got upset, the Nets fans, when Isaiah Thomas didn't play. Well, how about when... The big three for the Cavs don't play. You don't have LeBron, Kyrie Irving, or Kevin Love play. Well, GM David Griffin says a league call to say they weren't happy. Team rested, and you know the thirty-point blowout. He didn't seem overly concerned. He's and he says can't make LeBron drag himself through this by himself. Okay, whatever that means. And Doc Rivers said the league needs to address back-to-back scheduling in, in relation to resting players. Hate it for the fans. Address the schedule to protect the product. Well, yeah, they play too many goddamn games. Then spread it out, man. I don't know what to tell you. They have to get a schedule. You know, sometimes you have to play back to back. You know, these guys have it a lot easier. They have first class hotels, travel. Those guys used to play back to back to back to back. I talked about it in the show previously. They played a lot of freaking games in a row. And now these guys bitch and want to play two games back to back. And it sucks for the fans. Fans play a lot of fucking money for these tickets. It's bullshit. I mean, you know what? You're paying. You're getting paid a lot. You want to talk about a lot of money? Hey, you know what? They deserve it. They can get it. Get it. Chandler Parsons is on a four-year, ninety-four million and change contract. He's making over twenty-two point one million this season. He is out for the rest of the year. Surgery money to repair a partial tear of his left knee, medial meniscus. Now that's so. Hey, you know what? Injuries happen. But in thirty-four games this year, a guy who's making twenty-two point one million is averaging six point two points, two point five rebounds, and two assists. Are those $22.1 million numbers? I mean, that's that's a lot of freaking money. I did a double take because I didn't think it was true. Yeah, that's not worth $22 million. That's where the contracts have gotten out of control. He gets four years for $94 million. He's not even averaging, averaging double figures in anything. And I think that's a crock of shit. And then Damian Lillard tonight, season high 49, ties career high with nine threes. Blazers win at the Heat, 115-104. They're still in the playoff hunt. They're 32-37. Amazing, the West with a losing record. But hey, and Miami falls at 34 and 36. Damian Lillard, man. Guy's a beast. 
Guy is a B-E-A-S-T beast. And I, th- I thought this was kind of funny. I, I found this story about the... Now, I bet you know, but the butler has a bulldog as their mascot, right? Well, he is not... It's Butler Blue th- the Third. And they're actually having a hashtag, Free Blue Three. Well, he isn't allowed inside the arena for games because NBA, NCAA, sorry, NCAA rules prohibit live mascots from making appearances during the early rounds of the tournament. Now, if they get to the Final Four, the school can petition to have the dog attend the festivities. If you're in a crock of shit like that, he can't, why can't he? He can't, they think they're going to attack people. It's a dog. It's a bulldog. I have a bulldog. Really? Amazing. So he was allowed at pre-events, but wasn't allowed at an actual game. And they showed pictures of him at the at games on campus, on Butler's campus. Was it Hinkle, Hinkle Field? I think that's what it's called. And Hinkle Fieldhouse, maybe that's... that's And a cute bulldog, man. And I'm like, wow, you have to get permission. Can we, can we bring our dog to the NCAA tournament? Is that okay? Yeah, unbelievable. Now the Jets have been whining and dining Josh McCown, who could be a good bridge quarterback and a mentor to Hackenberg and Bryce Petty. Now he's 18 and 14, 18, 18 and 42 career as a starter, two and 20 as a starter the last three years. But that's not the thing. Cutler's going to cost too much money. I don't want him here. He is toxic. He's like A-Rod, toxic. He's like Carmelo, toxic. Like Marbury was toxic. There's a lot of players I don't want. He's one. Now he's going to turn 38 July 4th. And he's played for seven teams in 15 years, but he's extremely popular in the league. Brandon Marshall played with him two years in Chicago and loved him. And you know what? Why not have a guy that can mentor the younger guys, bring a positive influence in? He's not going to play all 16 games. He, just, he hasn't been playing 16 games. You know, it's a violent sport. Guys get hurt. I don't think he's going to play a lot. Bring him in. You'll get the younger guys. Listen, Jets aren't going to be moving mountains next season. Not happening. I mean, listen... They brought in free agent wide receiver uh, uh, Quinton Patton, right? You, you know, you played for the Niners the last four years. Yeah, you remember his stats like, yeah, last year, 37 catches, 408, no touchdowns for a wide receiver, 11 yards per catch. That's what the Jets are getting. This is not going to be, the Jets have to do, you know, they get, you have to strip it off. You, you know, it's like me when I was 240, uh, I was 240 a couple of years ago, got really heavy. You just got to strip off the layers, and it's gonna it's gonna take a while. You got to cut a lot of stuff out, and it takes you. It's gonna take you a good year or two to get back to normal. Well, Jets are in a major rebuilding, and they have to find out what quarterback they have. Now, you read about this stuff where I talk about football, and then you hear Gail Sayers' family says it's it's been tough dealing with the Hall of Famer's dementia. This is the first public comments on that front. I didn't even know he, he had dementia. This is for the Casey Star. And it is a very violent game. These guys get paid a lot of money. They should be guaranteed contracts. I know I talked to my buddy Harris, and Harris says, oh, you know, it's too many guys. Bullshit. They make billions of dollars. They can afford to make these contracts. They have a they have a hundred, what is $150 million a year in salary cap? Yeah, they can afford it. That you know, not everybody has to make a gazillion dollars every goddamn year. These players can take the money home, pay them what they deserve. This is a violent look at this. He's dealing with this. Dwight Clark, who had the catch that the destroyed me. Is deal, has ALS, which is a death sentence. And he says he suspects football caused the disease. Now, these guys are playing, a guy like Josh McCown, seven teams 
in 15 years, he has taken a beating. And he, you don't know. Listen, make the money while you can because you never know. Look at this. Dwight Clark, ALS, Gail Sayers, dementia. It's scary shit. Now, not everybody gets it. And I love the sport dearly. I love watching. It's my favorite sport to watch. But it is. I never played it. Always wanted to. Big regret of my life. But maybe it isn't a big regret because maybe I should have never played it. But goddamn, when you're Gail Sayers, Dwight Clark, I mean, God, ALS, when you can't wipe your own ass, and I'm not saying that as a, I'm not trying to be funny here. When you can't take care of yourself, that's when, that's when, when you have no quality of life, when disease takes away your quality of life away, that's when you can't even breathe, where they have to thicken water for you to drink it. Kevin Turner at the end, you didn't even recognize him. That's how skinny he was. He was like, could blow away. It, it, it's, it's scary. It's scary. And I, yeah, I don't, I don't think football is going to be around forever. I really, you know, when I read stories like this, enjoy it while you can. I, I think, uh, I don't know if it's going to be around forever. I, I really do. When I, you know, there's more and more guys and ALS, nobody wants ALS. That is, that's a scary ass disease and know you have it and know your body's changing. I mean, shit. Oof. It's, it's scary. And then, you know, I'm not trying to change this up, but Nick Folk, Jets' second all-time in franchise history with 172 field goals. Last year, 27-31, 24-26 extra points. Jets get rid of him. They want to go younger. Well, he's going to push Robert Aguayo, who was the second-round pick last year at Florida State, only 22-31 on field goals. Mr. Aguayo, I think it's time for you to look on making yourself the best goddamn kicker this year because Nick Folk is going to be taking your job. I think that's definitely happening. And that's, you know, that, that's what the sport is. That's what these guys are, man. It's like that. Not for long. NFL, not for long. And, and, and the damage that's done. I mean, I, had a, I, I knew a guy, he said high school football, he, he has, from playing only high school football, he says he has injuries that he deals with. He has injuries from just high school football. Now think about going up every level and then get into the NFL. They said one, you play one snap in the NFL, your body's never the same. That's it, one snap. One snap. The guy I talked to, the fullback from the, was he on the Rams then? Yeah, he was on the Rams. He said, you are not right from the first day of training camp till the day of the season ends. Not right. You were never 100%. And think about playing year after year after year. And these guys get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I love the sport. I'm telling you. I, I've told you. But it scares the shit out of me. That scares the shit out of me. And how about this? Tebow with the Mets... He actually played Saturday. He wasn't supposed to play. He was supposed to be done with the Major League Club. Well, he played again. He started left field against the Cardinals. One, and th- one, one for three in the 5-4 victory on Saturday. He had a second inning single. He's four for 17, 235 for the Mets. And Terry Collins says, hey, he's worked very hard, not only in the minors leagues, but with our guys here. And he said, we're here to help. He says, I still think we'll try to get him over a few more times. I don't know how many it's going to be. But I think he's can get a lot of playing here and being around these guys at this level to see what it is to be a big league player. You know, if we carry it into whatever he's doing, the start of the year, wherever he ends up. And, you know, they, that's what they said, the energy. He is crazy energy. And David Wright, per the New York Post, is going to stay in Port St. Lucie two weeks once the season starts. Who knows when he's going to be playing with the big boys. And I've talked about him before for the Yankees. Billy McKinney, now he was pulled for the minor league camp when Tyler Austin and Mason Williams suffered pre-camp injuries working out. Girardi said the 20-year-old outfielder swinging the bat really well came over as the quiet part of the Araldis Chapman deal with the Cubs that brought them Glaber Torres. 
He went one one for one with a solo home home run on Saturday in a five four loss to the Orioles. Fifteen games hit in four twelve going into today's game. Seven for seventeen, three home runs, seven RBIs. Now he was ticketed for double A Trenton before grabbing attention with his left handed bat. He still could end up in triple A Scranton. But there, the 24th pick in the 2013 draft by the A's, he could be a phone call away from the big leagues. He's, that's a goal of his. And then you have Aaron Judge, who had a double in the sixth inning Saturday, was just his second hit in 14 at-bats. And his, his, his dismal spring has opened the door for Aaron Hicks to be the opening day right fielder. Jordy says, I'm not concerned. You know, hitters are going to go through that in spring training. Judge, who's 10 for 37, 270 with two home runs, three RBIs, and nine Ks in 15 games. You know what? Give these guys, you know, he's going to play this year. Aaron Hicks, he'll, he'll, Aaron Hicks didn't hit, he was hitting the Mendoza line for most of the season. Now, he's a good outfielder, but he couldn't hit for shit. Like Willie Mays Hayes in Major League, you may run, you may run like Hayes, but you hit like shit. That's exactly the same thing here. <laughs> and, but hey, WBC. U.S. is going to play in the semis only for the second time. They beat the Dominican Republic last night, 6-3. They're going to face Japan on Tuesday at Dodger Stadium. Monday, Puerto Rico is going to play the runner-up of last year's WBC, Netherlands, in the other semifinal. That's going to be on Monday. And the Dominican Republic is the defending champ in the World Baseball Classic. And Adam Jones robbed his teammate, Manny Machado, of a home run, he took it out of the in center field. Took a took a home run away from a fan who was trying to get it, and Machado was going around run around at first, and he tipped his hat to him. I thought that was pretty cool. And the Indians, Michael, this is going to be good for them. Michael Brantley only played eleven games last year. They made the World Series. He's going to debut Monday when they host the Indians, host the Dodgers, and second baseman Jason Kipnis is still going to be out four to five weeks with shoulder inflammation. And one of their pitchers who pitched in nine games last year, he's going to be out with Tommy John surgery. That's going to hurt their depth in pitching. But, hey, that's what happens. And I didn't get to watch a fight last night. Triple G did not knock out Daniel Jacobs. He did take him down in the fourth. The The post had uh, Jacobs, the winner, 115-112. But Triple G got the unanimous, unanimous decision. He's 37-0, 33 KOs. Jacobs fell to 32-2. and two. Triple G said he would give him a rematch. But the crowd seemed to think the fight was a lot closer. He retains his WBA, WBC middleweight titles. And this is the thing, too. You know, he didn't he didn't weigh in for the IBF. They said when fight time came, they had to weigh in under 160. They said he might have been closer to 175 for the fight, Jacobs. He was the bigger fighter. And this was Triple G's 18th title defense ended streak of 23 consecutive knockouts. Also, Jacobs had come in with 12 straight KOs. It's going to be HBO this weekend. I'm going to watch it. Hey, you know what? you got to love boxing. you got to love it. At least it was a competitive fight. And he got knocked down in the fourth, Jacobs, and he came on strong the rest of the fight. Now, there's games on right now. If you hear that noise upstairs, that's my dog who's getting her bed ready. She 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 scratches it to get it comfortable. My dog's Kooky Lukey. I got the kookiest dog in the world. Yeah, South... Oh, my God. South Carolina's beating Duke by four. I got to watch that. And Cincinnati's up by three on UCLA. Wow, that would be a huge... I'll tell you, I root for... 
I, it's it's a ter- you know I went to UNC so I never was a Duke fan even I was not a Duke fan before I even went there well even less of a fan now Duke is down by four with 920 left a lot of time left in the game I'm gonna watch the rest of that got some trivia questions tonight all right last night's trivia question most points scored in an NBA all-star game well when I wrote the trivia question, Wilt had 42 for the East in the 1962 All-Star Game. Well, Anthony Davis, in the travesty of a game this year in New Orleans, had 52 where there was no defense. Back when uh, Wilt played, there there was a little bit of D. But it was just basically a track, uh, a slam dunk contest. Well, he had 52. Give him props. Tonight's trivia question. Who has the record, NFL record, for most consecutive losses in a row in an NFL in NFL regular season history, most consecutive losses in a row in NFL regular season history. Now, all right, I know I talked about the NFL. I love it. I love it. But they're going to have to do something to fix this because guys are coming back years later with injuries. Which until they can, you know, they're going to say come from them playing football and all that. It's a very violent sport. I think they should get paid guaranteed contracts like every other goddamn sport. And they're going to have to do some things to change it. If not, football's not going to be around for that forever. It really won't. And Carolina is going to have to get their shit together for Friday because Butler is going to come and try to do the same things that Arkansas did to them, only better. The Knicks play tomorrow night at the Clippers. And I guess we'll see. If the Knicks keep losing, that means a better draft pick. And... You want the Knicks to get a better draft pick for next season. You want somebody to pair him up with because you want D. Rose out of the house. All right, Ryan, I bet you agree. All right, have a good night. I'll talk to you soon. Peace out.